Hello, welcome to another episode of Sincerely Cat B. I'm Kathleen, and on this side of town, on this side of the internet, I would like to ask you a very important question. How are you doing today? Yes, I am talking to you. Beautiful, beautiful woman of God, I'm talking to you. Daughter of the Most High, I'm talking to you. How are you doing today? As for me, I'm doing great. So I don't know if you heard the last episode, which I really hope you actually went back and listened to it and took some notes and talked to the Holy Spirit. So we're going to jump right into it tonight. It's tonight for me. (laughs) So again, I am in my prayer closet, so therefore, I am going to just let the Holy Spirit flow. From the last episode, I the title was um, The Immoral Woman from Proverbs 7 or Proverbs 5. You can read both Proverbs 7, the whole thing, and Proverbs 5, the entire verse. Um, so, today... Last um, episode, we looked up the word immoral. So again, go back and listen to it. It's good. And today, we're going to talk about the similar word to immoral. So one of the words for today would be unvirtuous. 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 Unvirtuous means not having or showing high moral standards. Unvirtuous. That's the word for today. So let's unpack this. So we kind of have an idea of what immoral means. And similar words for immoral is one of the words will be unvirtuous. So as Christians, we know all about Proverbs 31, woman. She is a virtuous woman, and we hear all of the good deeds, all of the her character, and all of the deeds that she, who she is, what she is, how she moves, how she carries herself, so on and so forth. However, we don't talk about the unvirtuous woman, and I believe somewhere in Each and every one of our lives as women, as ladies, young ladies, we have had those unvirtuous moments or some of us may still be living in an unvirtuous lifestyle. So when we think of, um, of the word unvirtuous, we are quickly thinking about the opposite from a virtuous woman. But I would like to just bring it so plain and so just basically so plain to a point where you can actually apply right away. So I'm going to use some analogies because I love analogies and examples of how you can detect if you are, if you operate as an unvirtuous woman, if you live an unvirtuous woman lifestyle. So an example would be, an example would be, Let's say you are 
the kind of person that loves to not particularly love to gossip, but you are open to hearing gossip. You may not be the person that spread the what you have heard. You may just hoard it to yourself, but you like a good tea sometimes, you know, time to time or all the time. Or let's say you are the person whom you love to watch, um, I call it trash, trash TV. Or let's say you are the person who likes to watch trash movies. And what I mean by trash movies, meaning like after you finish watching those movies, your spirit in your, your spirit is just, it's just grieving. It's like, oh girl, this movie was hood. Ooh, that movie was full of cuss words. Oh, it was so hood. Oh man, I learned absolutely nothing from this movie. Those kind of, you know, um, movies. Or let's say you are the kind of woman that you like to be around a certain group of people because they behave a certain type of way, which, you know, that's not the way that you should be behaving. However, it's a guilty pleasure for you. Um, as you are in the space of being a single woman or in the space of preparing yourself for marriage or as a wife, do you have unvirtuous ways? Is there certain behaviors that makes you unvirtuous? We all have them. Um, the best thing about this topic is you get to sit back and just think and process. Process what, what is unvirtuous? Do I, do I behave in such, in such a way? Another word that, that, um, that was under immoral is dishonest 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 is behaving or um, behaving or prone to behave and in untrustworthy or fraudulent way intended to mislead or cheat so as we are talking about unvirtuous, and I just ask the question like, do you ask yourself, do you, are you, or will you, or would you be the type of person that would ask yourself honest questions? Like, am I behaving in an unvirtuous way? Because if you are dishonest, dishonest, meaning untrustworthy or misleading yourself then there's no healing in that space when you are taking this walk with God when you are when you are taking this journey with him the number one thing is to be honest he is not here to beat you upside your head for whatever that was done Jesus literally went on a cross for everything that you are doing or have done. So you don't have to feel condemned. And the first step to not feeling condemned is to actually be truthful. Tell yourself the truth. Are there ways that are, do I operate or do I behave in ways that are very immoral or unvirtuous 
or dishonest? And if so, be truthful about it. The best thing about being in your prayer closet, wherever that is, it could be anywhere, your car, your your little closet, your room, just a space where you are inviting God to come and talk to you, wherever that space is. When you are in that space, no one else is listening to you but the Holy Spirit. So therefore, that is that very space where, that is that very moment where you can just be raw. You can just be honest. You can just be pure. And if you are the type of individual that you feel like you don't know how to be honest, which is, to me, it's not a condemning type of thing. It's some people just, it's harder for them to open up even to the Holy Spirit. Practice. Practice telling something small and then start off with something big because whatever you're about to share, God already, he already knows. He knew about it before you were even born. He knows. Just start off with something small. And an example of something small would be like, you know what? I tell everyone that I've actually liked chicken. Everyone who knows me knows like, oh my God, I love chicken. But I don't really like chicken. I actually secretly love salmon. Oh, I secretly love steak. But everyone assumed that I don't really like red meat. So therefore, I tell everyone I love chicken. And because I tell everyone I love chicken, they always buy me chicken. Every time they see me, I got you some chicken, girl. So within this example, of course, there's, or within this analogy, of course, there's like, we can unpack this thing like all the way to the ground but if you start off and you're talking to God and you're just like you know Lord I told everyone that I love chicken from from the day I can remember everyone knows that I love chicken but I don't really like chicken anymore I used to but I don't like it anymore but everyone every time they see me whatever event I go to they always you know chicken 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 because you love chicken and so by telling God something like this it may seem like, oh, well, that is so small. She's talking, She's she got a moment to talk to God and she's talking about chicken. What is this, right? But you're just practicing how to tell the truth. How to be trustworthy you are in, to yourself, not to anyone else. You're starting off with yourself. How to tell yourself the truth. And in the midst of telling yourself the truth, you're talking to God. So as you practice and continue to practice how to be how to tell yourself the complete truth, the raw truth. You know what? I don't really like my hair being out. My actual hair. I like weave. I like sew-ins. I like it. It makes me feel good. If so, why? This is why. Or this is why. Tell yourself the truth. I'm giving these, these really, really, really small basic examples. Because if you are someone who... Naturally, you're not an open person. You're not ready to like be opened. Um, it can be hard sometimes when you're in prayer to actually open up and, and speak truth. Or let's just say you are the person that's like, you know, no, no, I actually, I actually do um, like my hair out. I'm giving an example about hair because, you know, we're women. I actually do like my hair out. I actually love being natural or whatever the case may be, but you're actually not 
telling the truth. You're just saying you love your natural hair out because it's a trend right now or because you love the attention that you get when your hair is natural and when it's out people are praising you for it they're telling they're commending you for it they're telling you good job like you are showing your natural hair but deep down inside you actually would love to get your hair braided under some weaves so that's you practicing your truth so i just gave you the one side and I gave you the other side so as you start practicing like small truth then eventually it's going to become more and more and more and one day you may have a conversation with God when you like where you say Lord I tell people that I am a Christian and I tell people that I love you but I don't spend time with you at all I don't make time for you now that's when you are getting into a space of like meaty it's getting raw it's getting good or, Lord, I know all of these verses in the Bible. I can recite them by head on a dime, but I don't really know what they mean. It's just that my, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my great-great-great-great-grandmother used to say it to me. They used to, they used to pray it over me. My pastor prayed it over me. I was born at that church. I, I basically lived at that church, so I know how to mimic all of the, or I, I memorize all of the verses from going to church every day 24 7 but I have no I have no relationship with the words or with you those kind of truth it gets you to a space where you are starting to practice how to become a virtuous woman what you're doing is you're working on your your character you're working on your um being a moral um woman you're, you're getting into a space where you're becoming trustworthy, not dishonest, but you're becoming an honest woman. And in the midst of you becoming an honest, an honest woman, you now you're working on becoming a virtuous woman. So but the virtuous woman in the Bible is not just, you know, her works, or what she did. It's also her character. It's also how she speaks. It's also how she processes and how she it's the whole woman. So. These next talks that we're going to have, I will continue as the Holy Spirit leads me to talk about the immoral woman from Proverbs 7 and Proverbs 5. Because when we read her, we would autom automatically be like, oh, no, I'm not no street walker. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm not over here trying to sleep with nobody's man. Girl, no. But there are, you know, there are some of us who or some women out here who are thinking about sleeping with somebody's man. It doesn't mean that they are not God's daughters. It could just be a behavior, a pattern, or whatever the case may be. It could be trauma. It could be all of it. So we can't just cancel, you know, just reading it and we're like, oh, that's not me. Okay, whew, that's not me. Okay, well, if you are not sleeping around, let's say you're not that woman that's sleeping around with people, right? What is the behavior of that woman in the Bible? Like, what is her behavior? Before she went and hit those streets, right, she was thinking about some stuff. She was processing some stuff. She was processing some, she was processing some dishonest thoughts, behaviors. So what space are you in where you are operating in some dishonest behaviors, um, some unvirtuous behaviors? It could be with your dress code. It could be with your 
with the way you speak to others. It can be with the way you speak to yourself. It could be with the way that you think about yourself or the way that you, you think that others think about you. Yeah, that was a long one. <laughs> so it can be many different things. So as I am just pouring out whatever the Holy Spirit is telling me to say, just process these words and whatever sticks, with you, whatever sticks, sticks. Um, but that is what I have for today. So today's word again is unvirtuous woman and also dishonest and they all go together so beautiful as you are listening to this nice little chat i would like to challenge you to process at least one thing ask yourself a question about just one thing that you you and god knows and that you need to admit to yourself or to god and then let's work on changing that because the bible is a changing it's the bible forever first of all all those words are like literally alive so then therefore there's something in there that can help you to work on whatever that is that you're need you're needing to work on as far as being unvirtuous or dishonest so beautiful again thank you for stopping by thank you for listening to this chat and remember Freedom looks good on you. In Christ, that is. Freedom looks good on you. However, you have to want it. And you have to work it. Until next time, gorgeous. Bye.